0: Welcome to Harvest Time here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. I want to introduce to you the two guests we'll be having on today's Harvest Time. But before I do, I want to talk to you about what's happening this Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. We have the opportunity to spend a little more time in the book of Isaiah in our series, Behold Our God, as Pastor Walton will be preaching his second message in this series. Now, A.W. Tozer said, what you think about God is the most important thing about you. So whether we realize it or not, our entire lives revolve around our view of God. So in this series, we've been attempting to scale some of the highest peaks of scripture as they relate to the greatness of God. And if you've noticed at all that your spiritual fervor has grown a little weak, Perhaps, as Isaiah suggests, you need to have a renewed view of the majesty of God. That's all beginning at 9.30 a.m. as we start with children's programs and adult Bible fellowships, and then that second message in the Behold Our God series from Isaiah will be at 10.30 a.m. during our regular morning worship service. So we begin things at 9.30 a.m., And then we have our morning worship service at 10.30 a.m. You can also come in the evening, 6 p.m., when our friend Mark Cottrell, evangelist, will be here. He's a friend of this program and a friend of our ministry. We know you'll enjoy that time as well. 6 p.m. Sunday evening. This is a personal invite to you to come this Sunday to Harvest Baptist Church. Now, on today's program, we're re-airing a Take Note broadcast. Now, Take Note is heard from 2 to 3 p.m. weekdays. It's a live program. And on Monday, if you were on island, you know that we faced together Typhoon Mangkut. Now, thankfully, the storm wasn't as strong as we thought it might be. But even by the afternoon at 2 o'clock, there was quite a bit of wind and rain. And so we were staying here on campus and Our guests today, Pastor Gary Walton and Pastor Jared Baldwin, were staying here on campus too keeping an eye on things. And so I had them come over to the studio and we sat down live to talk about storms in life and what the Word of God has to say about those storms. And I thought it was just a great time together and wanted to bring you the recording. So let's begin with Pastor Gary Walton as he opens the scriptures to Psalm 46.
1: Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah. There is a river. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah.
0: It's a, uh, it's a great day for that passage. <laughs> when, when you said refuge, that's, that's what took me back to this thinking where we say, well, my house is good enough. My shutters are good enough. My you see what I'm saying there? A lot of times we trust in the preparation. Even when you read these bulletins, they say, uh, make sure you're prepared. I believe in preparation. Absolutely, The, the scripture tells us to be prepared. Uh, God wants us to be intelligent and have wisdom and be prepared. But were all those things to fail, <laughs> which they often do, God ultimately is our refuge. He's the one we're hiding behind, and he's our refuge.
1: Yeah, I told the church family yesterday, Chris, uh, you know, I from this text, I know four things. I mean, it says a lot more than that, but I know that God is God, and he's in control, Yeah, and so we can trust him. I know that God has not been taken by surprise, no matter what happens. If the storm rolls in more intensely than we see right now, or if somehow it dissipates, or... Or moves direction no matter what happens god is not going to be surprised he's not up in heaven saying how did that happen right. <laughs> you know did i miss something so uh god's not going to be taken su- by surprise verse 11 just tells us that god is with us so we don't need to be afraid um, it's possible that even as we're talking in here the three of us together there are perhaps some people out in their homes by themselves and and uh, you see a storm approaching like this, and it may be that you feel like, I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. And one of the promises that we find from Psalm 46 and many other passages is that if you're a believer, God is with us. He, he's not going to leave in the middle of the storm. He's going to be right there. And, and so we don't need to fear. And, and then the end of the passage tells us that God will be exalted. So... There's a lot of things we don't know. Uh, there can be all kinds of things that may happen, but there are some things that we can know, and we can know for sure. And 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 one of the things that we see repeated all throughout Scripture is that in these things, God's name will be exalted, and we want to do that as we, uh, as we track through these seasons together.
2: I remember the first time I ever read this. I, I don't know if I have any other verse of the Bible other than psalm 46 1 that i know the day and date and location i read it Mm -hmm. um it was my first day in air force basic training august 14th i got there on the 13th it was after midnight so it was the 14th of august 1990 desert shield had just started up and um i was in basic training i had grabbed my Bible, snuck into the shower area of our dormitory room and broke the rule to do that, Uh, (laughs) snuck in there with the Bible under my arm. I opened the Bible to the Psalms, and it fell open to Psalm 46, and I read that verse, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, therefore will not we fear. Mm -hmm. And that right there, it was as if the Lord – had written that verse just for me just at that time as I'm on my knees in the shower room in in San Antonio, Texas, Lackland Air Force Base, scared to death as an 18-year-old kid and way out of my element. And so the storm I was going through, I had volunteered for, but uh, it was overwhelming and it was um, in some ways just so unsettling. I, there was no peace to be found. And they do that intentionally, of course, Mm -hmm. to break you down. But I really needed to hear from God that I wasn't going to be alone. Because to my knowledge, there were no other Christians in my group. Um, The people I had met so far were definitely not Christians. My drill sergeant, um, you know, was vile and harsh and angry. And uh, the whole situation, I just needed to know I had someone That I could count on. I couldn't call home and talk to mom. I couldn't uh, go to anyone. There was no one to go to. And I think the Lord specifically put me in that position and then showed me this verse to uh, change the way I looked at Him for the rest of my life. And so I this verse is probably the most special verse in the Bible. Pastor Gary didn't know that, but it's the most special verse in the Bible to me because it's the first time I specifically remember reading a verse and it it just speaking to me as if it was written just for me at that time.
0: That's awesome. Well, you're listening to Harvest Time, and on today's program, we're re-airing a take note broadcast from Monday during the midst of Typhoon Mancoot. And on the Take Note broadcast, we play music every weekday for you from 2 to 3 p.m. And so at this point during the interview, we took a break for a song, and then we came back and Pastor Jared Baldwin picked up his story about the first time he heard Psalm 46, 1 and 2. So let's pick that up now on Harvest Time.
2: Well, I was thinking about this uh, a little bit, just reminded of – how many neat things God's done for me personally in my life uh, when Pastor Gary was preaching on Sunday and sharing Psalm 46. And um, I think we might have read it as pastors that morning or something like that. And it, it just was in my mind. And then today when he shared it, um, it, it, it really is the only passage I'm aware of that I know the day and time and place and setting where I read the verse because it was so distinct that in at 18 years of age is the first time I felt like God spoke to me from his word, not in an audible voice, of course, but just in the quiet of my own heart, and the words from the page just jumped out at me from Psalm 46, 1, in the first part of verse 2. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear. That was the, the part that really stood out to me, and it was... I think reading it that first time was also one of those times where something just gets burned in your heart and mind that you'll never forget. And uh, those words that God could be that refuge and strength were especially vivid to me because I was reading them kneeling down on the floor of the shower and, and Air Force military people would understand this because we've all been in the same dormitories there, but they had a shower room and then they had what we called the drying off room or the toweling off room. So they would run you through there like an assembly line so everyone could get a shower in a few minutes and so they have a drying area basically. It's like a car wash for humans. And uh, I was on my knees in there reading my Bible under this dim light that they had in there. And we were instructed not to get out of our beds And um, so I knew I was kind of taking my life in my own hands, but I really needed to read the Word. I felt compelled to do that, and I felt compelled to keep my commitment of trying to read the Bible every day. And while I'm sitting there on my knees, the part I was sharing with these guys for the listening audience, was the door open to the bathroom. And I was obscured from the direct view of the door, so I could see the door open, but not who was opening it. And my mind was like, okay, Lord, I'll be seeing you soon, because I thought the drill sergeant was going to walk in and see me there. And there's no hiding, it's it's just over. And I had this like sinking feeling. But then almost immediately, I, d- I didn't have to worry for too long because I saw this bare leg stick out from beside the door and it was another airman coming into the bathroom and uh, he had something under his arm and he was tiptoeing in and he looked to the right, he looked to the left, we made eye contact, we both looked very scared, I'm sure. And uh, he tiptoes over me, he's like, what are you doing and I said, I'm reading my Bible. He's like, so am I. And then I said, um, I made a commitment. He's like, I told my mother or grandmother I would do, read my Bible every day. And so we both were in there to do the same thing. And then I said, I'm Baldwin, Jared Baldwin. Nice to meet you. You know. And he goes, My name. He goes, uh, I'm Case, Justin Case. And I said, Really? <laughs> he goes. Really, that's my name, <laughs> and I just have always thought how God was just smiling as He sent along a friend just in case I needed one. Is it couldn't have been more just so special for me? And what it did was, that was my first 24 hours in basic training. It set the stage for an amazing next six weeks. As hard as it was, and um, you know, there were failures and there were successes and. God's grace was very abundant during that time, but it really set the, the stage for the next few weeks. But it all started with God's word, God reminding me that he is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, and I don't have to be afraid. And so that was an internal storm I was going through um, at the time, and God's word helped me to focus on who God is and what he's really like and remind me that he's, that he's watching over me and I don't have to be afraid. The Lord took the fear away. It, he didn't take the danger away and he didn't take the, the pressure away, but the fear evaporated. And then he sent along a little reminder in, in, a, in a guy that I haven't even touched base with. I haven't seen him since we left basic training. I tried looking him up on Facebook. You know how many Justin cases are out there? <laughs> a lot, I've tried to find him. You know, I have his picture uh, from basic training. You know what? We didn't become like fast friends. We just had that mutual accountability in basic training. Um, So I don't even know where he went. But I can tell you this, that the Lord sent that along for me at that time. uh, And it started with his word, with this passage, the same passage that hopefully is encouraging some of the people here on Guam that are going through a literal storm or that are going through those storms of life that maybe no one else can even
1: see. So Jared, just in case someone's out there and knows, just in case, <laughs> yeah, right, they know how that to contact you. That would be great. You. You would be great. He
2: was he was in the Air Force in 1990. I did bump into him after basic training because our technical schools, our little colleges, were side by side. In because I think he went into security forces. I was in electronics, and so we were in the same base for a little while. We didn't really have much contact though, and then we totally lost pre it was pre social media days yeah. so yeah he was in he would have been in in 1990 like me we both joined august 13th 1990 and august 14th we were both sitting there reading the bible uh in the towel off room in the uh air force basic training dorm
1: you know it really is an amazing thing to me um in the years that uh i've had of pastoring i i've learned to love the stories of uh people who God has touched in very specific ways. I think it's one of the great things about the Christian faith and being part of the family of God, is that we have these stories of different times that God has stepped into our lives in very specific ways and reached us at times when you know we needed help or we needed direction. Um, and uh, yeah, it's fascinating to I, hear how God's working. I had that Bible. So the the
2: Bible I was carrying, I had that Bible throughout high school, as best I can remember. Um, so the verses were there for me. Um,
0: <laughs> they were uh, in there.
2: They were in there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I definitely had more time on my hands to read it. <laughs> I didn't have to sneak into anywhere to read it. I could have read it at any time. Uh, so the only thing that was different, I I as I look back at it, is that the the storm was what made the difference because the Lord allowed the storm to help me not be distracted by everything that kept me from looking to him for refuge and strength. I, I know I needed refuge and strength before, and I needed his help during other things, but there was no trouble. I think the time of trouble made the difference and really put me in a position where now my posture is I'm literally looking. I'm, I'm like really searching the horizon for help. I'm hoping that help is on the way. And before that time, I was just living, yeah. and since that time, many times, I've just keep going and living. And then the time of trouble comes, and now all of a sudden it becomes real again. And so as much as you want to resent the storms, you also recognize there's this huge benefit that comes from uh, going through a storm because it brings us back into a right relationship with the Lord if we respond the right way. And, and just for our, so our listeners know, I wasn't a super Christian. Mm-hmm. I was a mediocre Christian. I was a, you know, I had all kinds of faults and flaws and I wasn't super spiritual. I wasn't a preacher boy. I had no intention of going to ministry. You know, none of that was on the horizon at all. Um, I think it was the storm. I think there were, there were a bunch of little old ladies praying for me back in Kansas City, Missouri when I went off to basic training, mm-hmm. a bunch. They were all telling me they were. And then there were a couple old veterans, like literal vets, like military mm-hmm. vets, like yeah. Vietnam vets and stuff, that told me about their failures or their BC days before Christ. Um, and they gave me some good warnings as a young man. And those things were all kind of in the background. I think they all kind of helped build the situation up, but really, I think it was the storm that made the difference.
0: Hadn't really thought you, about it that way till now. You, you you said a phrase that I've been trying to remember the whole time, but it was a while ago. You said it uh, that you read and you you learned about who God is and what He is really like. There's something to that with all these passages, because it it's as though when you see clearly who God is, then it does all kinds of things that weren't happening before. So instead of just saying, well, I have this Bible and it's got these verses in it and they were there and maybe you had even read them before or something, but until you saw, you got a glimpse of who God was, realized who he really is, then, you know, nothing had, nothing changed until that point. Yeah. There's some, there's something to Something to that,
1: yeah, and you know, Chris, that really is what we were talking about yesterday. As we finished out this, you know, just very brief look at Psalm 46, but you know, all throughout these verses, we have these descriptions of of God that we see, and uh, as we looked at it, we made some commitments as we were scanning the horizon of uh, of the storm potential in front of us. So, as a ministry, as a harvest team. Uh, we said you know, sort of four things that we would commit together that we would do. In light of who God was, um, as we looked at the storm in front of us, we, uh, we would not be afraid. Jared's just talked about that. We would not be overwhelmed. Uh, actually, verse 5 uses the word that, that we would not be moved, and it has this idea of of shaken. And in the middle of the storm, when everything else is shaking, um, we have the opportunity to not be moved and not be overwhelmed. Number three, the end of the text uh, of the passage says, I will be still. I will not stress out. I will not worry. And then eventually, verse 11, I will use this event to exalt God's name. And I really felt like that's been the spirit of our staff and our whole church as uh, you know, we, we've we done our part. We're praying for people all across the island. It was so amazing to see uh, a group of about 250 people here yesterday afternoon taking care of things that we needed to do here on the campus, but also we were sending teams out to really across the island to people that had need and trying to help, of course, uh, people in our church family, but even neighbors of some of our uh, church members and others that had need. And it was honestly a sweet time for us together and our intention was that we wanted to be able to do what the psalmist told us to do, that we would use this event to exalt God's name. Not, not ourselves for sure and not even, you know, Harvest Ministries, that's not the intent at all, but our desire is that even as we all weather this storm together, that uh, we would see it in a way that we could truly exalt who God is.
0: Well, you've been listening to Harvest Time today with special guests, Pastor Gary Walton and Pastor Jared Baldwin. We'd invite you again to be with us this Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. We begin at 9.30 a.m. with children's programs and adult Bible fellowships. 10.30 a.m. our regular morning worship service. See you there.